Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, January 11, 2021. Time is 10.36 a.m. Eastern Time, and you're on, you're on with another episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown. Big Kush King, Kush is all the same. He'll bring you another topic on um, sports. Another the show of topics that I like to talk about, sports, politics, local, national, world events, current events, things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that's affecting us every day. Just bring you my humble opinion, as I always do. Um, as always, we're going to start out with some COVID-19 updates. Um, as of right now, there are over 200, there are over 22 million cases in the United States of COVID-19. And as it stands right now, it's 375,226 deaths in this country from COVID-19. Um, it's been 6 million cases of vaccines have been Release, but only a few million have been distributed to the to the citizens of this country. Um, there seems to be no plan in place because there was never any plan in place because they didn't. The leaders and the ones who are in charge didn't believe it was a real disease anyway. They didn't take it seriously enough. So, of course, there's no plan in place to rectify the situation. So, people, uh, state leaders and city leaders are now trying at the 11th hour trying to come up with a plan to get the distribution out to the people so they can get it on every level all over the country so once again it's uh 22 million cases here in the united states people please we are definitely in the middle of the winter months now here it is now january they said january could definitely be um this the worst month of the covid 19 virus epidemic pandemic this this month could definitely be the deadliest that's coming up right now that we are in the middle of. So, people, please do what you need to do. Social distance yourself. Sanitize yourself. Stay six feet apart away from people. Wear your mask. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. As always, I'm I'm gonna reiterate that we are not out of the woods yet. We are dead. We are st- we are definitely in the heart, in the meat, in the potatoes of this thing. So, people, please do what you need to do. Say stay stay. Stay socially distanced away from each other, six feet apart, wear your mask, sanitize yourself. If you don't have to go out, don't go out because we are definitely in the meat, you know, in the um, heart of this thing right now. And it's definitely going to be a rough winter to get through because with winter comes flu season. With winter comes people likely get more sick and it's just that's just dealing with the temperatures, the climates. The different seasons that we're in, and it's just what winter comes. It seems like winter and sickness go hand in hand. So, people, please do what you need to do in order to stay safe. Um, let's get into some Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacks. Let's get into some um, NFL scores over the wild card weekend, super wild card weekend from Saturday. Uh, the Buffalo Bills in a tight game defeated the Indianapolis Colts 27 to 24, giving Buffalo their first. Playoff victory, I believe, since 1996. So, congratulations to them. Uh, Los Angeles Rams in a shocker went up to Seattle and defeated the Seattle Seahawks 30-27. to Shout out to Cam Akers, uh, Clinton, Mississippi, a fellow Mississippian like myself. Uh, his first, very first playoff game, he went up there, and I think he had over 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. He, every time I looked on the screen, he was getting almost, seemed like, 7 to 10 yards every carry. So, congratulations to them. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Washington football team 31 to 23. Uh, yesterday's action: the Buffalo Ra- uh, the Baltimore Ravens 
Baltimore Ravens and uh, Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff victory. They defeated the Tennessee Titans uh, 20-13. Uh, New Orleans Saints defeated the Chicago Bears 21-9. And then the nightcap, probably the shocker of the weekend, the Cleveland Browns get their first playoff victory since 1994. It was their first playoff game since 2002. And I also saw last night it was their first road playoff victory since 1969. That's a lot of firsts. So that definitely, that definitely was the shocker of the night. The Cleveland Browns defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 48-37. And so the divisional round sets up as follows. Uh, Saturday, uh, you the first game of the day will be the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers on Fox. And in the nightcap on Saturday, you have the Baltimore Ravens will take on the Buffalo Bills. That will be on NBC. And Sunday, the first game of the day will be the Cleveland Browns and taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. That will be on CBS, followed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the New Orleans Saints on Fox. It will be the first time you had two playoff games. You have uh, playoff games where two the two starting quarterbacks are 40 years or older. It will also be the third time that Brady and Breeze meets this year. Third time takes all because, as we all know, it's the playoffs. You you win or go home. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, let's get into some NBA scores from last night. Uh, my Spurs fall. My San Antonio Spurs falls to the Timberwolves, 96-88. Uh, Utah Jazz defeated the Detroit Pistons, 96-86. Los Angeles Clippers in a tight, close game defeated the Chicago Bulls, 130-127. The Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the Brooklyn Nets, 129-116. Denver Nuggets over the New York Knicks 114 to 89. The Lakers defeated the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets 120 to 102. Golden State Warriors in a tight, tight game defeated the Toronto Raptors 106 to 105. And of course, the um, Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat was postponed because I believe Jason Tatum was one of the main players from Boston. Tested COVID, tested positive for um, COVID 19. I guess they have to go through all the protocols and everything. So. Uh, hopefully they get a speedy recovery. Hopefully it has negative results or negative symptoms, and we'll find out what happens in the following days. Uh, in, other, in other news, uh, no charges were filed against the officers who shot Jacob Blake or against Jacob Blake himself. Of course, we all know that, um, what happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year. Uh, police responded to a domestic situation between uh, Jacob Blake and his family. Jacob Blake was just trying to get back into his car get back to his children and of course they the officer said he didn't comply and he was shot several times in his back thank god he lived he was he, he did not die his children children the children did not have to bury their father but as we all know no charges were brought up against the officers who shot jacob blake uh his family members of that community the nba community have all spoken out said they were shocked well we were they were they, we were disappointed, upset, but were we shocked? No. And it's just a sad reality as a black man that we live within this country. So, <sighs> until something changes on legislature, until something changes on a legislature, legislature le- level, it seems like we'll always be dealing with a situation like this. Um, another news: author, uh, rest in peace to author Eric Jerome Dickey, passed away at the age of fifty-nine. Uh, he wrote countless books. Uh, my wife said he she used to read a lot of his books. I know a lot of my classmates 
And a lot of my cousins and friends used to read a lot of his book, uh, books back in the day. Uh, so just want to say rest in peace to him. Also, um, want to say rest in peace to uh, Marion Ramsey, the lady known from uh, black lady, uh, lady known for being in the police, had the high pitched voice in the police academy. Also, an excellent Broadway actress. She dies at 73. So definitely want to say rest in peace to her. My condolences go out to her and my prayers and prayers and condolences go out to her family. Also, I want to say rest in peace to um, longtime Dodgers manager Tommy Lasorda. He passed away last um, last week at the age of 93. He was a um, he managed the Dodgers for at least 20 years. Two time World Series champion. World Series champion as a manager. Uh, he was voted and inducted to the Hall of Fame, I think, back in 97. Uh, it's almost 1,600 wins as a manager. So definitely want to say rest in peace to him. Also, <clears throat> last week, Dr. Dre, super producer, hip hop extraordinary, hip hop legend. Uh, we all know who he is, what he's what he's done in his career. Suffered a brain aneurysm. He was in ICU last week, but apparently he's doing okay. He's um hopefully he's making a recovery. But at the same time, while he was in the hospital. Suffering from a brain aneurysm, someone tried to break into his house and tried to burglarize his home and try to steal stuff. But I don't know if those persons have been taken into custody, but it's just <laughs> just shows you the world that we live in and the, and the links people will go to to get what they want. This man is in the hospital suffering from a brain aneurysm and people try to break into his house. So it is what it is. Hopefully, Dre is making a speedy recovery doing and it's getting better so that he can come back and doing that and do what he everybody loved for him to do and that's be the super producer that he is and make beats and apple and it, it's just everything that dr Dre does is hopefully he's making a speedy recovery and hopefully he will be able to get back on his feet and do what he um everyone and do what he does so um also another sports related news just want to say congratulations to Devonte smith for winning the 2020 Heisman Trophy, he becomes the first wide receiver to win the trophy since Desmond Howard, when Desmond Howard won it back in 1991. Uh, I think that I think the committee got it right. I think the committee um, gave it to the best player instead of giving it to the quarterback with the the, the biggest profile or the most the, the biggest stats of for a quarterback because it seemed like. Seem like all the time the quarterback always gets the Heisman Trophy instead of giving it to the best player. So Devontae Smith, you take him away from the Alabama offense, it's not the same. So Devontae Smith, congratulations to him. Uh, speaking of which, uh, national championship game will be tonight, will be decided tonight in uh, Miami between the number one team, Alabama Crimson Tide, against the Ohio State Buckeyes tonight, I believe at 8 o'clock. Definitely will be looking forward to seeing that. Um... <clears throat> want to say congratulations to Raphael Warnock becomes the first black senator in the state of Georgia the senate uh, Senate runoff was last week last Tuesday the vote took place and also I forgot his first name also also won the senate election in, in Georgia just making the first time that a black man has been elected senator in the state of Georgia and also being the first Jew be elected to the Senate in the state of Georgia. So I want to give a major shout out to Stacey Abrams because if it was not for her, Stacey Abrams, she she could have whined, she could have complained, 
when she when the governor election was basically stolen right from her. But she said, nope. She said, all right, you want to do this to me? I'm going to put boots on the ground. I'm going to do what I need to do. And she has flipped the entire establishment. So Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, uh, Ralph Warnock, the state of Georgia, everybody owes Stacey Abrams because Stacey Abrams flipped the entire, she has flipped the entire establishment. She has flipped the entire country. She turned Georgia blue in the presidential election and has flipped the Senate seats in Georgia to Democrat. That has never been done. The power of a black woman is is undeniable and it's remarkable and it's something that should be celebrated and applauded and saluted. So Stacey Abrams, I thank you for doing what you do, for doing what you did and doing what you've always done because you didn't start doing this when you lost the election in 2018. You've been in the game doing this, knocking on doors, feet on the ground, doing what you need to do to make sure people are registered to vote. And I salute you, I thank you and much and much respect to you. Thank you. And she deserves a permanent position in whatever she wants to do in the White House in this country. They ought to put a statue up of the woman because she's the one that needs to be credited for the situation of flipping the state of Georgia and basically flipping the entire country. Um, well, all right. I mean... Yeah, I think I've got all that out the way, so you know what? Might as well get to it. Might as well get to it. Might as well jump right into it. It's the chaos at the Capitol. The chaos in D.C. There's just no other way around it. It was chaos. Madness, violence, hatred, racism, all of the above. And... Max Kellerman from ESPN First Take, he says something that I always agree with. And he says, a fish rots from the head down. And that is so true. And in this country, since January 2017, since the day he took office, the head fish, the big fish of this country is Donald Trump. Everything that happened at the Capitol on January 6th is Donald Trump's fault. It's his own fault. And especially those who align themselves with him, who appeased him, who accommodate him, who enabled him. You fed this monster, you fed this beast in January 6th. His own words, his own actions, his own instructions told that mob, did it, as, as Charlemagne the God likes to call him, Al Cracker, Vanilla Isis, the mayonnaise MAGA mob went up there and and she put on full display white privilege in this country. This 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 is was this was an exact result of Donald Trump enabling him, not checking him, letting him do and say whatever it is he wanted to do. This is treason at the highest level. They stormed the United States Capitol. There's two houses, there's two buildings in this country that should be protected at all costs. The White House and the United States Capitol, because you had senators, you had lawmakers, you had Congress, you had everybody in that building. They were hoping that the insurrection worked, but it did not. And as a result, people died. People died because of this. One of them was a Capitol, U.S. Capitol police officer. Blue Lives Matter, right? 
pro police. Everyone that's out here that's pro police. Everyone that says blue lives matter. Yeah. An officer died because of your actions. A police officer is now dead. I think that he's 42 years old. And this cannot be uh, this cannot be overlooked. This cannot be something that you just oh uh, boys will be boys or it wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. Someone died. I believe five people was killed. One woman was shot in her neck and bled out on the Congress floor. Yeah, they did several videos of them saying that 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 this is we the election was stolen from us and we want heads on a plate. This is a revolution. This is a revolution. No, 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 no. It's not a revolution. The election wasn't stolen from you. What you saw January 6th around 1 p.m. was white privilege. You saw white supremacy. You saw their last stance for white supremacy and white privilege. When white people don't get there, when certain white people in this country don't get their way, they will take it by force. They will take it by violence. They will take it by hate and racism and evilness. This is America. And that's what irritated me the most when you had certain people come on national television and say, this is not the America that I know. Yes, it is. This has always been America. This is who you've been from the beginning of time. You take things by force. You took it from the Native Americans. You brought my people over here in chains and made us work the ground free label and and enslaved us for hundreds of years. This is who you are. This is what you do. And on Wednesday, the entire world saw a full display of when you don't get what you want. You, you, you scream that it was it was it was a fraud. But see, this is treason because you stormed the United States Capitol. You went in there with zip ties. You went in there. There was a noose that they said that they were going to hang pits, hang them, string them up. A man was walking around. But one man carried the Confederate flag in the United States Capitol and they just let them walk in, let them walk in because it's, 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 two, it's two Americas that we live in. We all know that it's a double standard because if that would have been Black Lives Matter, if that would have been any other race on this planet except white people, it would have been a massacre. It would have been dead bodies all over the Capitol. It would have been blood. Blood would have flowed like a river. It would have been blood smeared all over that place. But the fact that there was a bunch of white people, mainly white men, that came in there angry, they let them pass. They let them walk right through. No tear gas, no rubber bullets, nobody on hardly anyone was detained. They were in there taking selfies, taking pictures. And And I just want you to remember these names. Remember these names and remember them well. Jake Angelia, a.k.a. the man that was dressed up like Chewbacca. Remember that name. He was arrested. Richard Big Old Barnett. I believe he's from Arkansas. This is the man that was sitting in Nancy Pelosi's seat with his feet up on her desk. And I believe he took a piece of mail from her office and was bragging that he took a piece of mail, which is a federal offense. He had already had three federal crimes against him. He was taken into custody. Tim Giannette, Nick Otts, remember these names. Remember those faces. The police, they said the FBI has now 40,000 tips, digital tips of people, faces, names, 
that they are taken into consideration. But the mere fact that they were allowed to walk past and nobody was detained, they were able to walk past freely, take pictures with each other, take selfies, record live, loud and proud. Yeah, that was that that was Trump's that was Trump's tweet that he tweeted in December. Show up, be proud, be loud, be ready. Giuliani, we're gonna take it by combative force. Donald J Donald Trump Jr. Do what you need to do because we are watching. We are watching and you need to go to the Capitol and do what you need to do. Yeah, these men need to be held accountable for their actions. There's no way in the world we can have my pastor of my church, uh, Reverend Dr. Allen E. Waller of Edon Tabernacle Baptist Church in Philadelphia. He hit it dead on the head. There can be no, in order for there to be reconciliation, there must be truth and there must be justice. And before there can be reconciliation. There's no way we can hold hands and sing kumbaya. And I saw what Kerry Washington said. There can be no unity without accountability. That is so true. There can be no unity and reconciliation without truth, without justice, and without accountability. You must hold these people accountable. You must. For those in the, and, and, and you want to have these people in the Republican Party who now want to resign and want to take the moral high ground. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to take the moral high ground now. And I got a list of, oh, yeah, I got a list of senators who were opposed of Biden's victory and supported Donald Trump and still support Donald Trump. And the House is formally introducing an article of impeachment against Donald Trump as we speak right now. But they're probably going to be the ones to say he shouldn't be impeached. Oh, yeah, I got a list of them and each state that they represent. Josh Hawley from Missouri, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, Ted Cruz, old Teddy from Texas, Kelly Orloff from Georgia, David Perdue from Georgia, James Lankford from Oklahoma, Steve Daniels from Montana, Jane John Kennedy from Louisiana, Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, Mike Brown from Indiana, Cynthia Loomis from Wyoming, Roger Marshall from Kansas, Billy Haggerty from Tennessee, Tommy Tumberfield, former coach of the Auburn uh, Auburn um, Tigers. He's now a senator, and he's one of the ones that's standing with Donald, standing with Donald Trump. Yeah, remember those names, remember those faces, remember most importantly, remember their actions because they're not for the American people. They are aligning themselves with a man who in nine days will no longer be president. And I hope that that racism, I hope that him being aligning him, you, you aligning him is worth it because you're showing people who you really are. You're not for the people. You're not for the Constitution. You're not for America. You don't care about us. Especially me, 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 being, a, me being a black man. I know you don't care about me. <laughs> but it's amazing. It's amazing. I said it, Dom. Yeah, January 6th, January 6th will definitely go out, go down as a day that America, it was a day that was, that was, it was inevitable. It was a day that was coming for the past four years when you had a president who saw the people in Charlottesville and said that they were very fine people. We had a president who, who attacked Colin Kaepernick for kneeling for the exact reasons 
of what happened January 6th and what happened against George Floyd for police brutality. You called him a son of a bitch and said he should be fired. But those who stormed the U.S. Capitol, which is treason and a federal offense at the highest level, you looked in the camera and you said you loved them and they were special. <laughs> Man, this country. This country. This, 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 and I hope... That he is impeached today. He needs to be impeached. He needs to be gone. And when that term president is no longer in front of his name, when he's former president Donald Trump, his son, Donald Trump Jr., Giuliani, and all those that incited that riot of those thugs that went and stormed the Capitol on January 6th, they need to be charged. They need to be arrested. And the book needs to be thrown at them. Period. Because if this is truly America, if we are truly a democracy, if we are truly a country where no man or no woman is above the law, then you need to hold those accountable. I don't care what his name is. I don't care how much money he has in his bank account. I don't care what he's worth. If this is truly a country of the people, for the people, and by the people, if this is truly a country where no man or no woman is against is above the law that you need to hold those accountable and you need to and you need to throw the book at them because five people are dead as a result of those actions on january 6th let's not get it twisted five people are dead they vandalized the u.s capitol and five people lost their lives because of your actions one of those people is a U.S. Capitol police officer. Five people are dead. Their blood is on Donald Trump's hands and everyone that supports Donald Trump. Period. But as always, we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can, when we can see each other as human, Find common ground and interest and begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. And after last week, it seems like that bridge is getting wider and wider. But I'm hoping my pastor, Pastor Waller, said yesterday in his sermon that <clears throat> the weather is bad. Oh, yeah, it's storming. January 6th was a storm, but the climate is changing. If you know the difference, yeah, the weather, it can be raining, it can be snowing, it can be sleeting. The weather is bad, but the climate, the season is changing in this country. And I'm hoping and praying to God that it's changing for the better because it's time. But uh, it's another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush King. Kush is all the same. Um, I will be posting this on social media. You can catch me here on Anchor. I do this every week, every Monday, just giving you my humble opinion about things that's going on, things that's going on in our everyday lives. People stay safe. Pray and talk to God. Whatever brings you joy and peace, chase that, do that, and don't look back. All right? I'll talk with you again next week. Have a good one.